0: Better, young local missionary at one of the theological colleges we served in. He had done some basic training, but after a few years in the field, he encountered different teachings that confused him, and he felt the need to study the Bible further. When he mentioned this to his supporting agency, his funding was withdrawn because the organization maintained that those who have the Spirit have no need to be taught. Nonetheless, The missionary decided to come to college without support he volunteered to work in the library where he could earn his fees and at the same time read and help others to read the good theological books that were available there our student knew the value of growing in the knowledge of the truth to the extent that he was prepared to sacrifice his mission support and work his way through college the problem was that his mission organization had interpreted verse 27, you have no need that anyone should teach you, to mean that Christians do not need to study the word. In this section, we will see that John really means the opposite. In verse 24, John reminds the church to let the teaching which they had heard from the beginning abide or remain in them. What was this teaching? John has already laid this out in 1 John 1, verses 1 to 3. It is the testimony of the apostles to the life and work of Jesus, the Son of God, who became human, shed his blood for us, and rose again to bring us eternal life in fellowship with the Father. This, John argues, is the truth. Those who believe it, live by it, continue in it, and receive the promised eternal life, as in verse 25. As Calvin notes, Here is the fruit of perseverance, that they in whom God's truth remains, remain in God. Why is John writing these things? He states his purpose clearly. I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you, verse 26. The false teachers who've gone out of the fellowship are continuing to exert pressure on those who've remained. They appear to be trying to persuade the church that Jesus Christ is not the promised Messiah. We saw that in 1 John 2 verse 23. And that people do not need to come to him for cleansing from sin. We saw that in 1 John 1, 8 to 10. And that there are no ethical consequences to faith. And we saw that in 1 John 2 verses 9 to 11. Instead, in verse 27, John urges the church to abide in the apostolic teaching that they have already received and which has brought them into living fellowship with the Father. He points out that they do not need any other teachings because the Spirit of God within them bears witness to the truth about Jesus Christ. As they have already been taught the truth, He urges them to continue believing it. This will require the study of the word of God. There is a good reason for remaining in the truth. Jesus Christ will come again, and when he appears in judgment, verse 28, those who have held on to the truth will not be ashamed, but will face him confidently. Unlike the false teachers and their followers, John then reminds the church how they can be sure that they are abiding in the truth. Those who practice righteousness show that they are born of him, verse 29, and those who are unrighteous are not. Let us today consider whether we are abiding in the truth of Christ. If we abide in him, we can be confident that we are born of God and one day we'll be with him forever. To reject the truth, however, is to shrink from shame at his coming. Let us pray. John fifteen three and four. Already you are clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, We thank you for the promise that those who abide in your Son receive the promise of eternal life. Help us to abide in the truth so that we will have confidence on the day that our Lord Jesus returns. Forgive us for the times when we've doubted or listened to other teachings. Thank you for giving us your Spirit who bears witness to the truth that Jesus Christ is indeed the Son of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Lift Up Your Heart's Devotionals is produced by Gafcon Global Anglicans. To support this and other Gafcon ministry, please visit gafcon.org.